welcome to another episode of the Adventure Mechanic SideQuests. It's me, Chandler. Today I wanted to talk about where to get started in game design. I've been asked this question regularly, especially from people who are either new or intimidated by the idea of developing a game. And that's a lot to consider. Every aspect of your game must be considered and contemplated. You need to be at least competent enough with your preferred engine, language, or whatever tool you decide to use to make your game. It's almost impossible to know where to start with all that considered. There are as many answers to this question as there are developers, but I think there's a common thread in each of their stories, beyond, you know, survivor's bias. Let's talk about some of the things that you should consider when starting your game development journey. The first questions I usually hear when someone asks about how to get into game design is, what engine should I use, or what language is best for game development, as if there is one single answer to these questions. Simply put, those questions don't matter to you yet. You should answer these questions first. Why are you making games? What are the goals for your game designs? You should know what your goal is, and then you can start answering those earlier questions. If you have prior programming, art, or music experience, these will also inform your answer. Have you been exposed to a specific programming or scripting language that you're comfortable with? Use that. It doesn't have to be the most performant or cleanest or even the prettiest language or anything else that some newer developers will rail on about. As a new developer, you should be more concerned about how to design a game, not losing yourself in the weeds of comparing performance benchmarks of engines or languages. If you find yourself doing that and comparing how fast one engine does a loop over another before you've released your first game, you're not prioritizing your game, I'm sorry. Don't get me wrong. Your first game is going to have to use something, even if it ends up being cardstock. Fixating on tiny details and pursuing perfection over finishing your game will mean you aren't likely to finish your game in the first place. Accept that your first game is going to be flawed and not going to be perfect, and use it as your first step into the discipline, not to start your magnum opus. Of all the successful Chris Robert types that end up in the industry, there are legions of people that pursue perfection at the cost of the good of their game and have not released a game at all as a result. In worst cases, they aren't even developing games at all anymore. I don't want more people to drop from game design because of this common trap. Explore why you want to make games before you start searching for the tools that you're eventually going to use to make it. Just as RPG Maker will be the absolutely wrong tool to make a first-person shooter, using another specialized engine can hinder you just as much as not knowing how to design. That being said, if you end up opting for a general-purpose engine, such as Unity, Unreal, or Godot, make sure that it has the support or tutorials that you will need to succeed in your first game. The most powerful engine is useless when you don't know how to use it. So. Assuming you figured out what to use based on your existing skill set and interests, what games should you make? To answer that, answer this question. What games are you interested in? If your first answer is an MMO, what part of that MMO interests you the most? Is it the combat, the social interactions, or something else? Most importantly, can you make an entire game around that one part of the MMO you enjoy the most? As your first project, you'll need to make it as small as possible. A lot of developers want to do bigger projects to begin with, but they don't have the skill set or the energy to do them. That amazing MMO that you're drooling about took hundreds of people to make and years to develop. It's not a small effort. You're learning the basics of game design, so pull from existing designs already 
and focusing on them will help you learn why things you enjoy were designed that way. If you adore your favorite game because of the world and everything in it, and nothing in particular, then look at other short games you've played and pull from them. You need to be able to pull out one thing that you consider to be a complete game and work on that. For me, it ended up being a bullet hell game. I made a bullet hell style game that didn't even have bullets. Strange, I know, but from my prototype, Logjam, I learned a lot about designing games. I never ended up actually releasing the game beyond a couple of my friends, but taking that game from start to end really opened my eyes. It sparked a passion for designing games that I've been eager to share with others ever since. I'm not a fan of bullet hell style games in general, but it wasn't simple enough for me to copy and finish, most importantly. My experience brings up another important thing about your first game. Finish it. I know it may sound silly, but going through the whole process will teach you so much more than having a stack of prototypes on your proverbial shelf. The beginning of game design is intoxicating. You're working fast on something new and interesting. Everything about your game is making huge impact. Once you've gotten past that stage, though, the game changes aren't nearly as impactful. Does the UI look better over the last one? Maybe? Who knows? How could this card read better to a colorblind player? These types of questions are what you're going to be working on as you transition from prototype to polish. This part is just as important to go through as the prototyping phase. Sure, it's not as fun, I'll grant that, but this is the phase of game design that is going to teach you so much more about the principles beyond ba making basic mechanics in prototyping. Questions like how to set up a menu, how to make your game feel better, and even how to get useful feedback from playtesters comes from this later polish stage. This is where you're going to take your game from an interesting concept into a great game, or ideally a great game at least. In earlier talks, I referred to this time as being in quote-unquote production. You're not coming up with new ideas necessarily, rather you're working on the building blocks you've placed in the prototyping phase and finding ways to showcase the core mechanics you've come up with. This is where you can really show the interesting parts of what you have and not just putting everything in place so you can kind of get a rough idea of what the game is. The more time you spend in this phase, the better your game will eventually be when you finish it. But what does finishing mean? Well, that's for you to find out. For some, it's when you can't think of anything else to polish or even work on. For others, it's when you're so sick of the game that you almost want to delete it in disgust. If you feel like this, by the way, just walk away from your game. Don't delete it. You'll thank me later. And in some cases, it may be even an evergreen project where you can always add something to it and make it even more engaging. I'm sure you can think of a game like this. A game that's seemingly always in early alpha and never seems to get to that coveted 1.0 release. Whatever camp your first game ends up in, commit to an endpoint. It could be as formal or as casual as you wish, be it a formal roadmap or something as simple as a date that you want to be done. Hold yourself to this, and when you reach that endpoint, be prepared to set it down. It may not be the best feeling to leave your work like that, but it's important to hold yourself to it. Listen to my talk on accountability on why that particular point is important. Or, if that doesn't work for you, look at what you consider a finished game. Then apply that criteria to yours. If you find that you're already past that criteria that you made, odds are you're already done with your game. Knowing when to quit is one of the harder things to learn, especially when you're working on a passion project or an artwork. 
yes, I do consider games to be an artwork, although I'll save that talk for another side quest. There's a whole lot more advice that I could give in terms of getting started in game development, but I'm going to call it here for now. It's best that I don't end up repeating myself after all. As always, if you have any questions or have a comment on this podcast, let me know. You can post it on our website, theadventuremechanics.com, or to me directly on Twitter with my handle at J-C-S-I-R-R-O-N, J-C-S-I-R-O-N. This has been The Adventure Mechanics, and I'm Chandler. I'll talk to you next time.